the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you getting married and looking for the perfect spot or looking to round out your list of vendors for your special day? Go over to thelegacyonpossumrun.com. When you get there, you'll immediately be prompted to sign up for the October 22nd open house. That's this Sunday. It's from 1 to 4 p.m. and it's free. You'll meet top shelf vendors from DJs and caterers to photographers and florists. And the best part, you'll get to see the Legacy on Possum Run, the venue Ohio couples are raving about. So get over to thelegacyonpossumrun.com now to make sure your dream wedding becomes a reality. That's thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Your legacy begins here. Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. You can find us at theohiopressnetwork.com. Giving you a pulse on the people, policies, and politics shaping our world and our everyday lives. But right now, on the LegacyOnPossumRun.com phone line, I'm joined by Ann McElhinney and Phelan McAleer. Ann and Phelan, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you two doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having us. Hey, it's an honor. Hey, we're doing great. Thanks, Jack. Hey, you're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. Um, so... I teed you up a little bit at the beginning of this show, and I don't want to speed through this because there's a lot here. You have written a book. You have produced a movie. You have produced a podcast. You've produced a play. And on Friday, you are opening an exhibition. And it's all centered around America's biggest serial killer who operated in Philadelphia. Uh, For people who don't know, even though it is a world-renowned and, and many told many times told story uh, remind our listeners who this guy is uh, that this exhibit is about. Well, yeah, he's, he's Kermit Gosnell, uh, who was a Philadelphia abortion doctor um, who the grand jury said it killed hundreds, maybe more in a 30 to 40 year killing spree. And he did it in plain sight. Uh, he killed patients and he killed children. Um, he, you know, and this is, he, he was convicted not in 1813, uh, but in 2013. He, he's, he's America's biggest serial killer. The media at the time tried to not report the story, tried to suppress the story because obviously they don't like stories that shine a, a negative light on abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in the courtroom. I was there. Uh, suddenly there was a social media outcry, a firestorm. And, you know, at the time, we were kind of not really that into the abortion story, you know. And what I heard in that courtroom just made me realize this is a story that needs to be told as journalists. 
You know, that's what we are. We're journalists. And that's why we have the photo exhibition now in Columbus, Ohio. And um, what, what drew you to this case? It, was it something that you were just going to report on anyway? Or was there an element in this that, that spoke to you and, and made you pick up your pen and, and, and produce so much? Yes, 100 percent. I mean, I think what really struck me and I think struck both of us was what we didn't know. Um, and, and I think as journalists, you know, as Phelan says, this is, this is journalism. This is a story that's not being reported, the, the bigger story. Um, you know, one, the, the part of the testimony that really, that really struck us was when the legal abortion doctors were asked on the stand. It was really important that the jury were, were, give, were you know, had an understanding of the difference between murder, legal murder, and a legal abortion. They needed to know the distinction between that. And so in order to teach them, to teach the jury, they brought in legal abortion doctors to explain what an abortion is when it's done right, when it's done legally. And the jury were dumbstruck. They were, in, they gasped. They, they made an audible sound. One of the only times in the court case that they made an audible sound because the, the abortion doctor who took the stand was asked by way of explaining their expertise, how many abortions have you done in your career? And the answer was 40,000, oh which, they, as I say, the jury gasped. But that, that witness went on to describe for the jury how an abortion is done when an abortion is done right. And they were profoundly shocked by that. Um, and I think it's information that, you know, people, you know, the people of Ohio are about to make a very big decision, a massive decision that's going to, you know, change Ohio forever. They're going to, you know, they're going to enshrine in the Constitution in Ohio, uh, potentially the right to have an abortion up to nine months forever. And, uh, you know, that's a big deal. And I think people need information. And it's funny how silent journalists get when the details of abortion start to be yeah. um you yeah. know uncovered and that's and that's very much also what this what this exhibition is about why do you think that is uh, you are a renowned journalist and and I count myself as somebody that that is a a giorno if you will but certainly not at your level you have experience that I don't why do you think that happens? I mean, yeah. people on the right are quick to say, well, because they're bought and paid for. It's the media mob. It's corporate driven. Uh, why is it that – because you're absolutely right. In Ohio, it's crickets. It, 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 there are a lot of straw man and red herring arguments. Why, why do journalists pass the opportunity to report the truth on these things? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I remember going into the courtroom in, 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 in Philadelphia, you know, and, and I walked in and there was – Kermit Gosnell in front of me. Like, I've covered the troubles in Northern Ireland. I've covered murders. We've worked in Eastern Europe. I went undercover in Vietnam trying to smash a, a baby trafficking ring. I, I heard evidence those days that shocked me. I'd never heard anything like it. I, Kermit Gosnell was sitting a few feet away from me, smirking. Then they put up photographs. Uh, I, it was just uh, gobsmacking. But the most shocking thing of all was when I turned around and looked at the empty press benches behind me. And it's, it's not that they're bought and paid for. I mean, people say they're bought and paid for. Look, if it were that easy to buy and pay, we, we could just bribe them even better. You know, you could get some billionaire to bribe them even more. No, they, this is, they, they are fully committed warriors uh, for, for this culture of death, warriors for uh, abortion, warrior, as they say, warriors for choice. They are, you know, this is their job. This is, it's not their job. It's their vocation. Uh, this is what they need to do. This is what they want to do. So, 
um, you're fighting deeply ideological, deeply motivated people. And, you know, we're journalists and we don't want to get into really the the, the ins and outs of the politics of it. So as part of our research for the book, as part of our research for the movie, we got access to the crime scene photographs. And they're really a fascinating document of America. They're they're a true American story of, of... of what was going on behind closed doors. Now, they're not all gory. They're, it's actually, I mean, he had an enormous staff. He ran a clinic, uh, and they had workers and nurses and receptionists, and they had all the uh, knickknacks of office work, the signs, the jokes, the in-house laughs, uh, the birthday cakes, the birthday parties, uh, all the while whilst he was America's biggest serial killer. So it's this it's the banality of evil as well as the shocking reality of evil that this exhibition is, it, it, you know, there's so, and any, anything that people might find disturbing is at the back of the exhibition hall behind a curtain, each photograph behind a curtain. So you can pull the curtain if you want or not, but you'll see what you will see when you go in is the banality of evil. This man had cats running through procedure rooms. He cat litter boxes in procedure rooms. We have those photographs. So, You'll look at it and your jaw will hit the ground. And if you want to look at something more explicit, you get, that's your choice. But we need to go and bear witness to what, what's being done in our name behind closed doors all over America. So um, we've got about 40 seconds here. And uh, Anne and, and Phelan, can you, can you stay with me uh, for the next segment? Would that be okay? Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to do that. Thank you so much. Excellent. So uh, there's an exhibit opening up. We'll talk about this in the next segment. It opens up Friday in the short north, and uh, it's called Evidence, and uh, it's not political. It's not pro-life. It's not pro-choice. It is a uh, essentially a photo documentary of what was found in Gosnell's office by the FBI, DEA, and other investigators, and you'll get a real look at what was going on, a snapshot, if you will, of history in America at that time. Uh, more on the other side of this break. Welcome back to The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of The Ohio Press Network at theohiopressnetwork.com, filling in for The Bruce Hooley on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm joined by Phelan McAleer and Anne McElhenney. You can see their ex- uh, exhibition, rather, I was going to say exhibit, but exhibition, evidence, crime scene photos from the trial of America's biggest serial killer that draws back the curtain on the story of Dr. Kermit Gosnell, his victims, and his Philadelphia House of Horrors. Now, I have a few more questions, uh, but first, so that I don't forget, tell our listeners where they can see this exhibit, the time, do they need to pre-order tickets, and is there a place they can go to learn more? Well, they can go to evidencetheexhibition.com. That's evidencetheexhibition.com. That'll give you all the opening hours, Um uh, all you know all, where exactly it is it's in i think you call it the short north is that right yes that's exactly um, right yeah so um i'll just give you the address here okay. um short north yeah so it's twelve forty one north high street okay. uh, in the short north area i've just opened the website there so the, yeah the website is evidence the dot com and we would love people yeah. to come, by the way, to the opening evening reception this Friday, October 20th, between 6 and 8 p.m. 
So if they go on evidencetheexhibition.com, they can RSVP so that we know we know they're coming. Now, will we get to see you yeah, there? We'll, will you two be there? I'll be there. Excellent. I'll be there. Um, and we're hoping Anne can be there as well. Just logistically, there's a little yeah. issue there. Okay. But we'd love to see you there at the, at the opening night, 68 p.m., evidencetheexhibition.com on 1241 North High Street. Excellent. Um, I hope that I can make it down. But I think the good news is uh, this exhibit will be open to the public until November 7th. Is that correct? Correct. That's correct. Um, and for listeners, that, that date rings a bell. Uh, that date yeah. is the date of in-person voting in the end of the election and uh, Ohio's issue one. Now, uh, I know that this is not a political exhibition, but I, I am going to tie this to issue one because one of the things that I talked about earlier in the show that I talk about often is the argument that I hear from people who are pro- proponents of issue one, people who want it to pass. And by the way, it would allow abortion on demand essentially for any reason because the Supreme Court says when the reason – uh, when, when health is not defined, then case law says it can be financial, emotional, physical, mental, all these other reasons. So it will allow abortion to birth essentially for matters of convenience. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people argue, Jack, you're crazy. Uh, late abortions, that, that's, that's a scare tactic phrase used by these alt-right crazies who just want to control women's bodies. Gosnell's story tells quite a different tale. And uh, my understanding is – do you think officials knew what was going on there, and do you think they turned a blind eye because they were be because of the line? Well, he's he's he's, he's serving an underserved community. They absolutely turned a blind eye, and um, we know that the, the grand jury were were scathing in their criticism of the authorities. He operated, we know, for seventeen of those decades that he that he that he operated the, the last seventeen. He was never. No one walked across the threshold. Two women died, Karnamaya Monger, a young a Bhutanese refugee who had just come to America. She was in America four months before she died at the hands of Gosnell. No one in Pennsylvania at the Department of State, the Department of Health, bothered to get off their backsides, as I like to say, mm-hmm. in Harrisburg um, and go and investigate the death of a refugee, by the way. The death of a refugee at a, at a, health, at a supposed health clinic. Um, and a young African-American mother died. Uh, Samika Shaw. Neither of those uh, deaths warranted anyone from the Department of Health in Pennsylvania to investigate. It's beyond belief, by the way. I mean, you know, what what the grand jury said was, you know, these are are people, the Department of Health, who were closing down nail salons because they found dust in the corner. So, yes, they knew what was going on. And yes, they decided not to do anything. We know because, as I said, the grand jury said complaint after complaint, the complaints went up to the ceiling. Some of those complaints were handwritten and hand delivered by doctors to the Department of Health. And I suppose, you know, it's one of the things when you talk about about what's about to happen in Ohio and the vote, you know, this culture that that was uh, that was existing, existing in Pennsylvania existed in a place where there was, you know, abortion on demand up until up until six months, not quite as much as what you're voting for. But this was able to happen in that environment. Um, there is absolutely no reason at all, logical reason, that this this particular kind of clinic wouldn't operate in Ohio. I don't see why not, if that's what the authority <clears throat> thought was, you know, what they were trying to support. So, um, yeah. I mean, there, there are lessons there. Yeah, Fail Jack, me. can I just say, like, yes, absolutely. The law, the law was that 
a clinic had to be inspected physically every year. That was a law. A Republican governor came in and said he wasn't going to restrict. The, you know, that was Tom Ridge. He was going to be a, back when you were told you had to be middle of the road to win Philadelphia, win, win Pennsylvania. He said, I'm not going to restrict a woman's right to choose. So he ordered a hands-off against the law and said, "Don't nobody's going in. Two women died and hundreds of other people died. But two, two adult women died and nobody from the Pennsylvania State Department, the Department of Health, walked over the threshold. So that is what you're facing. Abortion is a sacred space. And when you've got liberal administrators and liberal regulators and people trying to be liberal and trying to win votes, they're going to have a hands-off approach. And look, it would be ridiculous to suggest that there's not another Gosnell in America. Of course there is. Philadelphia, one of the most regulated places on the planet, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. And that's the shocking part, right? We're not talking about red meat Republican country. We've got about a minute and a half here. And, and you said something. And I, I just want to address it. And I, and I hope I can find a question in what I'm about to say. And, and, and I chuckle. It's not funny. It's it, it's terrifying and really sad to me. I, last week, I had on a black pastor who's spearheading an effort from other black pastors and black community leaders to oppose issue one. Why? Because blacks make up about 13 percent of the Ohio population. And if you just you know go with standard math, probably 6% then are females. Well, 6% of black females produce 48% of abortions in the state of Ohio. Yes, yes, Um, absolutely. So it appears to me that this is not only a death culture, it's a death culture that thrives in places where two years ago, everyone wanted to march behind the banner of Black Lives Matter. But when black Mm -hmm. lives can actually be impacted, they they want people to vote in the opposite direction. It's lunacy to me. Mm-hmm. Well, Margaret, Margaret Sanger, you know, the founder of, of Planned Parenthood, you know, was, was a racist, was a eugenist, um, you, know, ta- you know, talked about getting rid of, you know, undesirable, undesirables. So, you know, she got her wish con- come true as a racist um, when you think about what Planned Parenthood are doing. And I, I hope that you, I wonder, was it um, Pastor Brian Williams that you had on your show? Um, Pastor Williams, who was quoted recently, and I know he's in Columbus, Ohio. He'll be opening the exhibition and speaking on Friday night, by the way. Oh, awesome. Um, and, and yes, was it him that you had? It is, yes. And by the way, I've got about 15 seconds here, and I apologize. Um, I've actually got to cut you off. Listen, um, we're going to have you back on because this exhibit is going to run through November 7th. Pastor Brian Williams will open the uh, art exhibition on Friday. You need to get down there to the short north to see evidence. Uh, Anne and Phelan, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And more importantly, thank you for all the work that you've done uh, on this issue. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us on. We really appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. And uh, keep listening because we've got a lot more to come on The Bruce Woolley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.